Impex Pre-Owned presents Start Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now, here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. Deb Williams is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Now let's go live to Deb. And welcome to Start Your Engines on a gorgeous Saturday morning in Spartanburg, South Carolina. And we've juggled our schedule just a little bit because of the obligations that our national reporter has to uh, take care of this morning. So we're going to start right out with probably the best part of the show anyway, Deb Williams. Good morning, Deb. Good morning. How are you doing? It's a beautiful day in Watkins Glen, New York. It's a beautiful one in Spartanburg, and I tell you what. You don't know how much I appreciate you calling me up because uh, <laughs> calling the station because I was scrambling. I, I was scrambling to get all this, everything ready to go. So you really saved me a whole bunch there, and I appreciate it. Oh well, good. I'm glad it worked out okay. Well, how is it going up there? I mean, you've got a, you've already had one race with the uh, Arca race yesterday, and uh, um, just I'm sure it's a full day today, including qualifying and the uh, Xfinity race. Well, it is, and in fact, uh, Xfinity practice is starting right now, and we had a press conference at 9.30 with Justin Marks and Formula One champion Kimi Raikkonen, who is the first driver in the Trackhouse's Project 91. We've got another press conference at 9.30 with Blaney, or excuse me, 10.30 with Blaney, and uh, 11.15 with Kyle Busch, and then before qualifying and, and after qualifying, we start our one-on-ones or what they call the scrubs with the top 20 in points. So it gets rather hectic on Saturday. But well, besides I'm, that, you, you're not too busy, are you? <laughs> not really. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're glad uh, we were able to get you on. We always want you on. And when we were, you were checking your availability and said, uh, well, I, I actually would need 10 o'clock. And I said, well, heck, we'll start the show out with you. That because a lot of people probably turn us off when you get done anyway. Oh, I don't think so. I doubt that. Well, Ronnie, you I did say that Daredevil. Listen. Yeah, Daredevil always listens to your segment if he doesn't listen to anything else on the show. So there you go, Well, Deb. I'm glad to hear that. I appreciate that. I had to come back inside the media center. I was standing outside, and they started Xfinity practice, and they're so loud coming down the, the front stretch where the flag stand is outside the media center i had to come back in the media center what how does that uh pink car of jeremy clemens look or have you seen it yet i have not seen it yet he's the throwback um, to uh Ern, dale earnhardt senior uh i think he's one of his first if not his first race car uh might, might have been a 55 chevy i don't i'm not sure what it was but it was pink so that's what he's uh that's what he's throwing back to in four yeah i know what you're talking about i've seen pictures of that uh car well um let me ask you some pronunciations i got the four drivers here and i think i got most of them down uh that are really you know they used to when they went to road courses like watkins Glen and riverside and places like that they used to 
have these road course ringers that were sort of specialists, like Boris said. But I tell you what, the cup drivers now are so good, they don't need to do that. However, we do have, uh, and you mentioned Kimi Rockinen, who was, um, was 2007, I think he won the last Formula One championship for Ferrari. And uh, that, that was, yeah. And Mike Rockenfeller, uh, Kyle Tilly, and I'm not sure how to pronounce the Russian's name. Can do you know how it's, it looks like? It looks like Daniel Daniel Kvyat or something like that. You know how to pronounce that? No, no, I don't know. I've not heard <laughs> anyone pronounce it. So, um, hey, you. The big thing they're touting is the fact that there's drivers representing seven different countries in this Watkins Glen Cup race, and that's wow. the most that they've ever had in a cup race that many countries represented. So it's truly an international flair that now. And uh, Justin Mark said that, you know, this new this car, the new car, the next-gen car, or whatever you want to call it, really makes it easier for people to come into the sport that have are used to driving other forms of racing. Um, so I think that's the reason, another reason you're seeing more of them. Well, I didn't realize it. I don't remember it, of course. I don't remember what I had for breakfast yesterday, but um, Rockinen had um, some previous experience in Xfinity, right? And trucks, he ran at Charlotte, I think, several years ago. Kimmy, that's correct. Um, Kimmy had ran, uh, ran an Xfinity race, and he's run a cup race. I mean, excuse me, a truck race. And uh, one of those was the truck race was the Charlotte May truck race. And then... Um, the Xfinity race, I believe, was on the Roval. Well, then it was uh, fairly recently because I know the Roval hasn't been there all that long. But uh, Yeah, it may not have been, but I, I know it was a road course that he ran the Xfinity race on. Well, that's, uh, you know. I've got I, that in my notes in the deadline room. <laughs> that's, I'm not uh, in there right now. I'm, I, I'm just all for it, man. I love to see different uh uh, disciplines of racing come together, and uh, and I, I like it especially in stock car racing. I love to see stock car drivers run Indy, and uh, and then next year at Le Mans, you know, when um, it looks like we're going to have some stock car drivers in participating over, over there. I, I love, I just love the crossover. I'd love to see one of them win. It used to tickle me to oh, death yeah. when uh, Foyt or somebody would win Daytona or Andretti won at one time. I think that's great. Yeah, and uh, Kimmy was talking about that this is a NASCAR atmosphere is more relaxed atmosphere than Formula One. He's got his entire family with him, and they're in the motor coach lot, and he uh, he likes it because it's more relaxed and more family friendly. Now I got this on the tip of my tongue, and I'm not gonna. And I'll just ask you to see if you remember it. Who was it that ran Daytona this year that was Formula One? You remember? Somebody came out of nowhere. He drove that number twenty seven. <laughs> It was Jacques Villeneuve. Yes, yes, that's correct. Very good. So, uh, yeah, that's that's great when things like that happen. So, uh, well, Deb, last week uh, we were talking about how uh, Kevin Harvey could probably save the season by getting in the playoffs, and now he's jumped into playoff standings, I think, all the way up to fourth place, and he's got two wins. So uh, he's, uh, he's kind of red hot right now. He is, and the interesting thing is a lot of people have started comparing it to the way Tony Stewart came on at this point in the season when he won his championship. Because if you'll remember that particular year, they had performed so poorly for about three-quarters of the season, 
that Tony made the comment that they didn't even have any business being in the playoffs. Mm. And then that's when he came up and beat Carl Edwards for the championship. So a lot of people have started comparing Kevin Harvick's surge right now to that of Tony Stewart. Yeah, well, uh, of course, Stewart, I think, won a couple of championships, but I remember exactly what you're talking about. So many other news. Uh, this one shocked me. Eric Almarola has decided to unretire before he retires. So he's uh, <laughs> he's coming back to Stuart Haas next year. Well, that had a lot to do with Smithfield. And um, that was a situation where just about in order to keep the Smithfield sponsorship, they had to talk Eric into staying. So that was the key thing right there. I don't think Smithfield particularly wanted to go with anybody else. That's at interesting. That particular time. Yeah. And but yeah, that had a lot to do with it. It was was with Smithfield because that started probably after Charlotte because when I talked to Eric at Charlotte, he was telling me what all his plans were after he retired and he was, you know, what he was going to be doing and so forth and then we get to um trying to think which race it was in July. It might have been Pocono. And he was talking, that's when the rumors had started that Smithfield did not want him to retire, that Smithfield wanted him to come back, and that there were rumors going around that if Stuart Haas was going to keep the Smithfield sponsorship, then they had to talk Eric into staying. So I think that had a lot to do with it. I know that Eric said at Pocono that there was a lot of working parts going on and a lot of talks going on, and he wasn't in any rush to resolve anything. So apparently it got resolved. Well, Where everyone's I, happy. I've always liked him, and he uh, he made the playoffs last year with that uh, decisive, actually, victory he had at uh, Loudon. So uh, well, I think right. I, I think he's a good man. I like him, and I tell you what, and I'm not just saying this because I compare uh, Smithville. I think has the best bacon. I really do. It's uh, their <laughs> their their thick cut is really I really like good. It, yeah, Smithville's got good stuff. Bacon, little, bacon's good. Bacon. Bacon's always good. We started on bacon. I could eat a pound at one sitting. Well, you better, you better get friendly with Eric. He might could cut you some deals on a quantity. <laughs> um, also, uh, Kurt Busch is going to miss two more races. He's missing this one at Watkins Glen, and then he's going to miss uh, Daytona and be uh, and be back for the playoffs at Darlington. That's uh, uh, I tell you what, I, that was a heck of a lick. And I've looked at that wreck again, and he just got. He just got rattled. He got his brain rattled in that. And I guess uh, he, a lot of people, it uh, sounded to me like from what he said, he's getting some pressure to come back. But he said, I, I'm not coming back. I'm well, not ready. We as a society have in the last maybe eight or ten years really learned how damaging concussions can be long term. So his injury now, a few years ago, he may have already been back. But now it's not worth taking a chance to exacerbate the situation by getting another knock on the head. Well, that's true. And I can tell you this. Uh, I remember with Neil Bonnet, when Neil had that uh, severe injury at Darlington, when they had the big pileup down there and he was driving for the Wood Brothers, and he was out for several weeks. And um, I was told then that uh, until he happened, they didn't realize he had had so many head injuries during his driving career because every time he was in a wreck, 
something was more injured more seriously, and they didn't check his head to mm. see if he had a head injury. So um, he had a had had several head injuries that he was not even aware of. And I don't, you know, then we came along and we get to Ricky Craven, and a lot of people may not remember when Ricky Craven was driving for Hendrick Motorsports, and you can actually, if you look at someone that's had a head injury, because Ricky had several, three or four concussions there very close together, and you could look at his eyes and tell that he was not there. Mm. There was just a, a, when I saw him at Daytona, and he and I have talked about it, I looked in his eyes and I thought, man, Ricky's not there. Uh, there's just a, a strange look in their eyes. It's, it's, they always say the eyes are the windows to the soul. And when somebody's had concussions or several concussions, you can look them in the eye, and there's a difference in the way their eyes are and the way they react. And, you know, unfortunately, he lost his ride with Hendrick because he felt he needed to sit out. Yeah. And fortunately, with what Dale Earnhardt Jr. stood up and said, no, this needs to be more time, and with what he's had, and as the NFL has become more along with um, the concussion problems that they've had, you know, it ended Luke Keekley's career and Michael Orr, who was the subject of the Blind Side yep. movie. Um, it was a concussion he got when he was playing for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. It ended his career. And a lot of people don't realize that, or they slept through biology class, that our brain is in fluid inside our skull. And when you look at that whiplash that Kurt had in that crash, that brain of his went from one side of the skull to the mm. other side of the skull. So it hit, and it's caused the, the bruising of the brain, and, and that's what a concussion is. And it just takes time to heal, and everybody is different. And I know that was one thing I learned when um, one of the drivers back in the 1980s suffered a basal skull fracture, but it, it didn't kill him. He survived 10 years on a feeding tube. And um, Was that Rick Baldwin? Out, it was Rick Baldwin. Yeah. And when I flew out to Texas to spend the weekend doing a story on Rick and his family, and Debbie Baldwin, Rick's wife, told me that the doctors told her is they don't have a lot of data on head injuries because everyone reacts differently and you might have somebody that's been in a coma for five years and wake up and be fine just like they haven't been in a coma or you may have someone that wakes up after a lengthy coma and they have to relearn everything but everybody's brain is different and it reacts to injuries different and the recovery times are different so it's it's unique it's a, unfortunately, they can't get. Everybody's so different that the data they acquire, it's, it's not like you can't apply it to everybody. Right. You can broken bones. Let, let's, uh, I mean, we could talk a whole show on this because I, I would like to get into Carl Edwards and a few others. But let's, uh, let me just mention one other little bit of news here. Ryan Blaney, who was fighting like the devil to get into the playoffs and uh, 
but he signed a long-term contract. It, it says long-term and what I'm looking at here with, uh, with Penske. So, um, I, I really like Ryan Blaney, so I'm, I, I was glad to hear that. You know, what I find interesting is after Childress signed Tyler Reddick to just a one-year extension on his contract, and then Toyota went in there and did an end-around and got him for a multi-year after the 2023 season, I have noticed that all these team owners have started signing their drivers to multi-year contracts now. And I remember that's what you said last week. Uh, I'm not mistaken. You said uh, oh, they only do one-year contracts or, or something to that effect. But uh, yeah, I noticed that too. So, uh, well, let's uh, let's get our picks out of the way. What is it, Ronnie? Well, I want to ask her one thing before we get onto that. Well, go ahead. W- weren't some new rule changes announced this week? Do you have oh. any idea what I'm talking about? I'm sorry, I do not. Okay, because. I didn't understand it when I read it. So. Maybe you better read it again. I'll try. <laughs> okay. Well, in our standings, uh, Alan, I have forged the back ahead. You, you and I are swapping it back and forth just about every week. I've got 31 points. Alan's got 30. Deb and Lanny have 24. Jada's got 17. Greg's got 14. Ronnie, you got 10. Hey, I broke into double digits, though. Well, go first. Pick somebody. You can have okay. the whole well, field. Deb, I think you were a week early in your pick last week. Because I want to go with Truex this week. Okay, that's cool. Go ahead, Deb. Okay, well, since Chase Elliott only needs four points to clinch the regular season championship this weekend, I'm going with Chase. Well, I knew you would. That's why I let you go next, <laughs> because I don't want there to be any any question about if I win the first annual uh, Nelson Crozier Cup uh, that that I was uh, picking Chase every week before anybody else had a chance to. So I'm glad you took him. I will take Dwight Chastain. He's going to be my backup man, I guess, for the rest of the year. So, uh, you know, we gave uh, we gave Logano to Greg last week, and he dad gum near <laughs> did something with it. That's it. That's when right. as the race was winding down, that's what I was thinking. Yep. So uh, let's bring it. Let's get back, Greg. <laughs> we well, get- we we'll give Greg twenty-two again. I'll give him there again, and we'll uh, um, we might see Greg after the show. I think there's a rumor floating about we might actually go to Applebee's. So, uh, Lanny, if oh, you will, good. if you will text me and yours, I guess Jada's going to take the eleven. And uh, Alan, who you like? I think I'm going to stay at five car. Uh, I'd say that's a pretty decent pick. So, uh, I think that's everybody. Well, Deb, I, you know, you sound great up there, and I know you got a busy day, and I will let you go so you get to – who do you have at 1030? Blaney. Well, there you go. Ron Blaney. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's good. He ought to be a happy camper up there in, uh, in uh, Finger Lakes region of New York. Um, you going to Darlington? Oh, yes. Going to Daytona? Oh, yes. Oh, well, so you're uh, – that's next three races. you got them covered. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I tell you, it's nice up here without that southern humidity. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> we love having you at the track, and uh, we love having you on the show, Deb. And any adjustments we ever have to make to accommodate you, it's just tell us, and we'll do it. I appreciate it. It's always a pleasure. I enjoy talking with y'all. All right. Thank you very much. That's Deb Williams from uh, – up in uh, Watkins Glen trackside, who is she, Ronnie? She's the smartest woman I know. That's the truth. So let's uh, let's take our first break. We're a couple of minutes late. We'll come back and do our usual uh, opening BS session for a few <laughs> minutes before we go to Allen. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. 
Start your engines. We'll be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Big selection. All great. Better deals. Come and get it at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway. No payment for 45 or even the first 90 days at Impex Pre-Owned. Come check out the best selection of pre-owned vehicles and test drive your next ride today. Ask about our first-time buyers program. Hurry on over to Impex Pre-Owned. 8989 Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs. We can get you driving no matter what. The attorneys at Carolina Law Group aren't your local injury attorneys. They will always fight for you and aren't scared of the big insurance companies. The best part about Carolina Law Group is that they are local, located here in Spartanburg. And when you call Carolina Law Group, you will always speak with an attorney like Nahar Patel, who was recently voted his best injury attorney in the upstate, or attorneys Matthew Whitehead and Mitchell Bird, who were finalists for best trial attorney. The Carolina Law Group is aggressive and loyal and will fight for you. Call today, 864-757-5555, or visit thecarolinalawgroup.com. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like RJ Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and they'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right, Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. And welcome back to second segment of Start Your Engines. And uh, uh, let me take this opportunity to thank Lanny McKinney, who uh, McKinney, who does our uh, podcast and maintains the Budmore Engineering website. And actually, Ronnie's been doing the podcast for him, and you're doing an excellent job. Hope- well, thank you. And, and Lanny, get better, because I'm not good at that. Well, Lanny, get better, but he, he is pretty good at it, because that's how I listened to the show last week, and uh, it was... Uh, pretty entertaining let me just say that <laughs> and we do our podcast what we got like 171 shows on there now something like that yeah and we've got two that we're going to put on from two and three weeks ago yeah that might, haven't been posted might yet. even have one before that let, I, let me see what's over here but uh, i've been saving them to the desktop which uh takes up storage and stuff like that so let's see if we can get it on the podcast but anyway so alan pretty interesting race last week at richmond Yes, it was. And uh, Harvick, all we mentioned was that he's won two in a row now, but there was a little bit of a 
little drama going on yeah. between uh, teammates. You know, teammates. Well, I ain't gonna say really teammates. Uh, everybody knows that. Well, that's uh, true. Kurt, Kurt Busch was out of the forty-five car, so they put the Ty Gibbs guy in there, which is a Toyota car too. And uh, if you watched it, uh, the eighteen kind of eased the forty-five up out of the way down there in the corner, <laughs> and uh, the forty-five drove back off a hard that next lap and just kind of moved the eighteen. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, well, and, they, and they was talking about earlier. Kyle Bush was helping Ty Gibbs learn how to get around the racetrack. So guess what he just done? He Did burnt, what he was he, taught. He burnt that bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Don't burn them bridges. You, Listen, you're too he, young. He did prove one thing, that he's not intimidated by the established drivers. Well, you can do that, but uh, they'll, they'll teach you something. <laughs> yeah, he might have somebody that's not as receptive as uh, he. They're not exactly teammates, but they. Uh, it's, pretty close. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, they're pretty close. It's like a satellite team, and it looks like it's going to get a little bit bigger with. Uh, um, and, you know, and Ty Gibbs, uh, there's a lot of people wanting to move him up right now anyway. Yes. yes. And uh, with the Kurt Bush announcement that he's going to be out for two more weeks now. Are they still going to put Ty Gibbs in the car? Because oh yeah, for the next two weeks, that's already been well, decided. That, that's pretty much going to eliminate him from running for Rookie of the Year next year. Which you know, Rookie of the Year is just Rookie of the Year. They've mm-hmm. had some Rookies of the Year in the past, and I'd have to look it up that you never heard of again. But yeah. uh, but it used yeah. to be a big deal. It's not quite as big as it was, but uh, but uh, that's I, just go ahead. No, I was just going to say NASCAR and their history have a. Uh, have been known to give it to whoever they wanted it to have, uh, wanted to have it. They gave it in 1961. I remember distinctly, I was nine years old. They gave it to Woody Wilson when uh, he only ran five races and Wendell Scott ran about 25 or 30 and uh, did a whole lot better. But, you know, they weren't going to give it to Wendell. Nope. And uh, we all know that uh, rookie at the Indianapolis race was Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. Which, uh, that's a good thing. Well, I think uh, Kurt Busch won that too at Indianapolis. Yep. So uh, that's uh, once again that's crossing over and going to a different discipline. But uh, speaking of Jimmy Johnson, though, I think he's turned the corner in his learning curve on these new cars. Yes, he has. Um, I would say he's still not too hot on the road courses, but he I, yeah. he's he's fine on the ovals. So uh, uh, I don't know that they've got any ovals left. And that was what they were scared what? of to start with. They they wanted them to run the road courses and stay yeah. off the oval because in ovals, you got a split second to make that reaction time. Yeah. And uh, but he's turned out to where he's better on the ovals than he is actually is on the road courses. Well, as I say that, that they don't have any ovals left. Actually, they got one this afternoon yeah. <laughs> at uh, <laughs> at Madison at uh, Madison, Illinois, Oops. across the river from uh, St. Louis. But I caught it. I remember it. <laughs> Yep. Because I've uh, I've got it here on my list of things to talk about the uh, Indy cars. Uh, I think that's a six thirty start um, for Indy at Madison, Illinois at Gateway. And I I sure did like your pick today. You picking the one car, Ross Chastain. He made another enemy last week with the eighteen <laughs> car. And uh, what did what did Kyle Busch get out and say? I got Chastain. I mean, uh, chestnized or whatever. <laughs> They they but, made him into a verb. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> so now you want to pick him for a road course, and he's just got so many people out there. It's just wanting to, you know, uh, give him a little nudge. Give him a little nudge. Well, they'll do that thing. Catch him now. You know, he uh, he, I I, I just I remember the win at Coda. So uh, he can drive a road course, and um, he's pretty all around good driver. But uh, um, 
let me mention that we have a guest at 11 o'clock. Yeah. We didn't get around to mentioning that yet, and it's uh, Will Cronkite, who um, I know uh, has written a book. Uh, don't It's got a long name, some about being a NASCAR redneck, but he's uh, his book's doing real, real well, and he was uh, had a lot to do with Dale Earnhardt's early career when he bought one of Buddy Baker's old cars off of Bud Moore, and uh, Dale Earnhardt had his first really uh, good runs driving for Will, and Will's had a uh, he's been uh, he's been on teams at Indianapolis, he's been on at Sebring, he's been for years in NASCAR, he spent a lot of time in Spartanburg, and was pretty closely associated with Bud Moore. So we will have Will on at eleven o'clock, and he's a real good interview. Uh, I told Tyler about it, and he said that he'd seen him on the Dale Junior. Uh, whatever that show is he's got a podcast or something for the download i whatever it's got a name i can't think of it right offhand but anyway will's been getting around quite a bit and uh sort of having a a second career here well as a matter of fact what two months ago y'all was at charlotte up there for the book signing and stuff and y'all sit there next to him yep sat right beside him and uh yeah that was tough i had uh bobby allison on one side and uh will on the other but actually i had Bobby Allison's lovely daughter on one side and Greg on the other. But we were at the same table, so it was pretty close there. But uh, let's just finish up the cup here while we've got it. And, you know, the ratings for Richmond, I got a note on that right here too. People talking about, you know, nobody's watching, blah, blah, blah. The ratings for uh, Richmond on USA, no doubt, was uh, 2.432 million viewers, which was up 34% over last year even on USA. So, uh, that's, uh, and last year it was on NBCSN, which no longer, uh, exists. So, uh, that's pretty good. People are watching. I didn't think it was all that great a race. The, the most interesting part by far to me was, uh, uh, Ty Gibbs and, and, um, and Kurt and Kyle Bush and, uh, and Chastain, but you know, uh, it's, uh, it got good ratings. And I think Watkins Glen, you, you watched the No Watkins Glen last night, didn't you? Yeah, I watched a little bit of it, but getting back to the Richmond race, yeah. you know, the one car and the five car just checked out at the beginning of the race when the, yes. the track was sunny and everything. Mm-hmm. It looked like nobody's going to touch them two cars. Then all of a sudden, that cloud come, that cloud cover come over that racetrack, and it kind of changed over. And then all of a sudden, here comes the four car and the nine car. Yep. And the one car actually got lapped under green flag racing conditions. Yep. So that just shows you how these crew chiefs have to sit here and kind of calculate how this track may change whenever you get cloud cover and sunny. And uh, But there's one thing about the nine and the five. Now they can compare notes. My car was good under sunny weather, and yours got good under cloudy weather, whereas uh, some of these teams don't have this uh, technology. Well, you got to keep up with it. you got to anticipate. And that's some things don't ever change, but there's uh, – this new car on a new track, you know, I think it's it threw them some curves. Uh, new car on a new, a new track this week. They've never had this car at Watkins Glen, so it'll be interesting to see how it handles. And that race will be tomorrow at 3 p.m. on USA. The Go, Go Bowling at the Glen um, is the name of the race. But going back to Richmond, it was Kevin Harvick winning the race for the second week in a row. Christopher Bell was second. Chris Boucher, who I was pulling for, I wanted to see him throw some more turmoil into the standings and get a new winner. Uh, he had a very good third there for Jack Rouse. Denny Hamlin was fourth. Chase Elliott was fifth. Greg uh, Greg's J- 
Joey Logano was sixth. Martin Truex, seventh. Eric Almarola, who I can't say every week is his last season because he's the bacon people got him to stick around, uh, was eighth. Kyle Busch, ninth. And Ryan Blaney, tenth. The uh, standings after the playoff standings after um, Richmond. Well, one more page there, you dope. Uh, Chase Elliott has four wins. He's first. Ross Chastain. Joey Logano, Kevin Harvick, who's shot up through the standings, William Byron, Denny Hamlin, and Tyler Reddick all have two wins. That's the first seven cars. The rest of these guys have one, which is Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell, Kyle Busch, Alex Bowman, Daniel Suarez, Austin Sendrick, and Kurt Busch, who uh, is going to miss the next two races. That's uh, um, the top 15. And then Ryan Blaney is next, and he's actually second. 116 points behind in the regular point standings, but he is 16th because he doesn't have a win in the playoff standings. Now, let me mention these ringers one more time that I'm just interested as heck to see how they qualify. And I, I shouldn't call them ringers. They're just uh, come from other disciplines of auto racing. Uh, and driving for Team Hesburgh, which a lot of people don't even know about Team Hesburgh, but that's the cars 26 and 27. That the 27 cars, the one we talked about just now that uh, – um, Jock, uh, I already forgot his last name. The, the Canadian that won Villeneuve. Indy Villeneuve uh, raced at Daytona. That's that team. And he, Hesburg seems to have a um, a thing about putting uh, Grand Prix drivers in it. Well, he's got two in this race, one with Daniel Kavayat. I'll have to learn how to pronounce that one. He's, uh, he's the Russian driver. There's another one with uh, Mike Rockenfeller that your b- brother uh, – Mike was texting me something about earlier this week, what he was going on with practice up there. Um, he's a, he's a Rockefeller is a sports car driver. Uh, Kyle Tilly is running for um, live fast motorsports in a num- in that number 78. He uh, comes from vintage grand prix racing mostly. And he drives uh, like uh, 1967 Lotuses around uh, these old road courses over there. And he uh, actually has got some other experience, I think, at uh, Le Mans and Daytona. But uh, I think there's his main call to fame, and that's Kyle Tilly. He's English. Uh, of course, Rockinen, Kimi Rockinen is the other one who was a 2007 Formula One champion when he drove for Ferrari. And uh, he only quit driving a few years ago. He's driving f- number 91 for Trackhouse Racing. And, uh, you know, he's uh, he has a little bit of experience, not much in, in cars and trucks, stock cars and trucks. So uh, I'll be interested to see how those guys do. It will be something to see. So, anyway, let's take a break. We're a couple of minutes early now and give Alan all the time he needs and uh, wrap up the first hour. You are listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Ricky's Drive-In West and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway are your go-to stops for chili dogs, cheeseburgers, and so much more. Right now, all combos are just $6, and all kids' meals are just $3. And it's easier than ever to take advantage of these deals with their convenient drive-thru. Do you have a big appetite or several mouths to feed? Ask for the drive-thru special. Ten hot dogs, a large fry, and a gallon of tea for just $22.99. Ricky's Drive-In West on Blackstock Road and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway. The drive-thru is open. If you're riding around in your car listening to the game and your car radio sounds like this. 
and you want it to sound like this. There's the pass to Leitner. Puts it up. Then you need to visit Elite Audio on Asheville Highway. Elite Audio sells and installs premium audio systems for your vehicle. Car stereo speakers, DVD players, navigation systems, and so much more. So stop riding around listening to busted speakers and subpar audio quality and visit Elite Audio today online at EliteAudioOnline.com. Elite Audio, 1504 Asheville Highway. You dream it, we build it. Visit our website at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. River Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60 and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play at the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com. Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company, keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting spartan-waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community where they work and live clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASE certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. McDonald's is hiring right now. Get more than just a job. Start building your future today. Working at McDonald's, you'll get paid time off, health care benefits, free employee meals, competitive wages, and a flexible schedule. Apply today at McDonald's.com slash made. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's and McDonald's independently owned and operated franchisees are equal opportunity employers committed to a diverse and inclusive workforce. Most McDonald's restaurants are operated by franchisees who are independent employers and set their own employment policies and practices for their employees. The benefits described here are available at McDonald's-owned restaurants and participating franchisees. And that trouble on the way would be Alan Hill with the local results. Let me say one thing before I forget it, and I promise I will. Happy 22nd birthday to my daughter Hannah tomorrow. She just wrapped up her first week as a first-grade teacher, and she turns 22 years old tomorrow, and happy birthday, Hannah. So, well, I, and I got to say, I remember my first-grade teacher, and she doesn't look anything like your daughter. No, <laughs> neither did Miss Barry. <laughs> who was my mother's third grade teacher, and she still held a grudge against her. And Miss Barry whacked me over the wrist with a ruler, I mean, <laughs> over the knuckles with a yeah. ruler for something I did not do. And <clears throat> my mother 
went to Southside Elementary School and grabbed her and brought her home to our house and made her apologize to me. So <laughs> first grade teaching can be rough, especially if you cross a wood. You ready, Alan? Well, I'd like to thank my daughter for filling in for me last. She week. did a great job, and I was that was on my list of things to do. But yes, uh, to say, but yeah, she did a real good job, and I, you know, I've I've offered Jada her own segment once a. <laughs> once a week or once a month and she never has taken me up on it so we love having jada on the show so uh okay but, alan what we got but we're gonna pick up where she left off at traverse rest speedway last saturday night this was the mike hawkins v8 summer slam this was the makeup race from about a month and a half ago it got rained out uh we're gonna start off with the extreme four division first place went to mitchell coggins second went to tyler caps third went to bradley williams Fourth went to Chase Stevens, and fifth went to Dale Bennett. In the pure stock division, first place went to Jason McGrew. Second went to Josh Ayers. Third went to Jason Edmonds. Fourth went to TJ Penfield. And fifth went to Kevin Nations. In the sharp mini late model division, first place went to Ryan Brown. Second went to Brad Anderson. Third went to Dustin Snyder. Fourth went to Preston Beecham. And fifth went to Cody Taylor. And the renegade division. This guy here used to win or still wins a lot of Harris Speedway. Uh, kind of moved over there to Traverse Rest and kind of picked up where he left off. First place went to Josh Burgess. Mm-hmm. Second went to Phoenix Slaughter. Third went to Tony Pierce. Fourth went to Scott Cannon. And fifth went to Justin Barber. And now for the big Thunder Bomber race that paid $5,000 to win. A lot of controversy in this race. Uh, I love uh, you can't run this. I can run that. You can't run this. Uh, Finally seen something posted up on Wednesday that Rod Tucker, who won the race, uh, kind of led from flag to flag. But uh, this Thunder Mamba division, uh, you're supposed to run stock stuff. And, you know, you can see here, if you got somebody like uh, like my son Law, it works at the Chevrolet place that can go in on that computer and kind of look at some performance parts <laughs> and get the numbers and stuff. <laughs> And, uh, but you better have the paperwork with it to back it up and stuff. So, uh, but Rod Tucker was awarded the $5,000 race. Uh, so, uh, congratulations to Rod Tucker. Second was Madison Hoots. Third went to Tyler Geis. Fourth went to Blake Bentley. And at one time, I heard that Blake Bentley was going to win the race. The first three cars were going to be called wrong, but, uh, somehow or another, it just didn't work out. And fifth went to Ricky Bogan. When you leave the race, you ought to know who won. Well, uh, but, but sometimes you might have to stick around till four o'clock in the yeah, morning or yeah. till Wednesday. And now, uh, today, Harris Speedway, they're being off this week. They will go back racing on the 27th. That'd be next weekend. Also for your rain, uh, the rain out that was on seven 30, your, uh, your armbands will be honored this coming week. So don't forget them. If you go to Harris Speedway, this coming Saturday night, also, uh, Cherokee Speedway, they have the big V8 Tribal Nationals going on. This is a big three-day event that started on Thursday night with open practice for all divisions. Last night, they had uh, three big main events there. They had the 305 wing sprint cars. First place went to Brandon McLean. Second went to Jeff Oliver. Third went to Steve Sternak. Now we're starting getting to these names of, uh, <laughs> uh, it's hard for me to announce. Fourth went to Kel Kozak. And fifth went to John Frutucci. You can always fall back on data unavailable. Oh, yes. I heard Jada say that. Yes, she did. (laughs) (laughs) She did. (laughs) He showed up again. Yes. And I pointed out it could be a she. Yes. And the Mideast Modifieds. First place went to Daniel Allen. 
Second went to Ethan Wilson. Third went to Griffin Taylor. Fourth went to Grayson Wills. Fifth went to Harley Stanley. And the, they finally got this right. The cop stock Crown Vic. This is That's them. Crown, a, this is them Crown Vic cars that I told you that was ex police cars. Ex police cars. They used to call them police interceptors. Yep. Well, they finally put it cop stock. Cop stock. Crown Vic. It's still a tongue twister. And uh, first place in that division went to Jeremy Hudson. Second went to Casey Towell. Third went to Hayden Vanderfort. And fourth went to Austin Waters. And fifth went to Joel Melton. You know, if you think about it, that is a pretty cool division to get old police cars out there. Oh, uh, I seen one this morning, and boy. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I went this morning, had, I had breakfast at the Peach Blossom Restaurant. Okay. And, well, I just decided I'd just go on up to the Heron Circle right there. And I was going to go by O'Reilly's right there and get me some stuff to wash my truck with this morning. And just as soon as I come around the circle there, he said on the get-off ramp right there. And uh, you know me, no seat belt. Uh, oh, man. Oh, man. But uh, did, he, I, what, did he follow you? Well, uh, I got off, and there was a car kind of right behind me. And I looked in the rearview mirror. I seen the brake lights come on. I seen the car crank up. I seen it go through the... The white lights of Gordon by reverse come. I said, well, I just pulled over in the, the Bojangles right fast. And uh, I just went right down there to the, you know, there's the exit road on the back side of it. So yep. I just went there and took me a quick right. And I went back up to the Heron Circle. And as he was coming to find me, I guess, or <laughs> the car behind me, <laughs> I was behind him again. <laughs> well, uh, why don't you wear a seatbelt? Uh uh, you know, uh, uh, didn't have a seatbelt in my 57 Chevrolet, so, uh. Well, my know. 57 Chevrolet, we had one, and it had a, uh, a metal dashboard, and it, it oh, would have yeah. hurt. Oh, yeah, it would have hurt back in, but guess what? As heavy as that car was, it moves whatever it hits. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, uh, I, we want to keep you around. You ought yeah, to consider wearing a seatbelt. I, I do. I've done got, I've done, this, this would have made my fourth. I'm, I'm going to tell you how good this seatbelt deal is. I had my place down at Lake Murray. Yeah. And my daddy had a place right beside me. I cooked that afternoon. Daddy eat and come back up the road. And uh, he told, uh, he went through a license check. He said, there's going to be a young guy right behind me about 30 minutes. He's going to come flying up through here. He's not going to have his seatbelt fastened. He said, make my day. Give him a ticket. <laughs> sure enough, I come flying up through there. Had me a brand new blue truck, had a leather in seat. I pulled up out of that. Didn't even think nothing about it. I done reached over and pulled my license out. He said, uh, license, registration. I said, yeah. He said, pretty blue truck, leather interior. I said, yeah. He said, what, are, what else has it got in it? I said, everything you can think of. He said, does it come with seat belts? <laughs> I said, yeah. He started laughing. He said, a man come up here about 30 minutes earlier he said he told me that you was coming he said and to make his day to write you a ticket so if you'll just pull over there i'm gonna make his day and he said by the way who was that fella i said that was my daddy <laughs> <laughs> and uh i got home and my daddy called me that afternoon he said well i said yeah i got 25 dollars <laughs> ticket but uh, i'm gonna tell a similar story after okay later in the show but uh if i remember but, to but tonight at cherokee speedway uh -huh. this is the third day of the tribal nationals there on 
on hand for tonight will be the 602 Thunder Series, the Crate Sportsman Division, the Young Guns V8, the Super Sportsmans, the Thunder Bombers, and the Pure Stop. The stands and the gates for the pits are going to open up at 4 p.m. this afternoon. Hot laps will begin at 7.15. Uh, $20 to get into the stands, $35 to get into the pits. Uh, a lot of good payouts for the Super Sportsman Division. Going to pay $3,000 to win. Thunder Bomber, $3,000 to win. And Pure Stock, $3,000 to win. Uh, so get out here and support your local racetracks because uh, if you would have... Uh, if you would have looked at uh that wasn't a thunderstorm that was uh ronnie hanging his headphones on the microphone go ahead so if you would have looked up uh if you get time perry i want you to look up friendship speedway in elkin north carolina up there okay uh the promoter up there if you read everything he wrote i bet you he he had to sit down and just think of this but it come natural to him he said he has had enough He's hanging it up. He's closing the gate. He cl- he said, y'all come back Saturday night. You're going to find locks on the doors. He is tired of his track, build, or track workers and law enforcement getting mistreated at the racetrack. The stands, he said, y'all go. He said, everybody goes. And he says, go to McDonald's. Buy your hamburgers. Leave your bags laying up here in the stands and everything for all of us to pick up and stuff while you're gone. And he said, Oh, it just, he just goes on and on. He said, and he says, for your kid to get in for free is 12 years old and under. He said, I see the graduation picture or something like that. <laughs> he said, so uh, just think about your racetrack people while you're there. I mean, if somebody. Friendship got, Speedway. Friendship Speedway up, that's up in Elkin, North Carolina. I'll do. This promoter, he kind of pretty much uh, said that he's had enough. He's locking the gates. And, uh, you know, our racetracks are, I ain't going to say getting gone, but. Uh, if you look at the building that's going on around here in Spartanburg and stuff everywhere, like it, everywhere, and uh, for us to try to keep, you know, fighting our county council and city council to keep these racetracks open, and for things, uh, just think about your track track workers giving up every Saturday night to come there just so that you can sit there and watch a good race. So, uh, just matter of fact, just walk through and if you go to Cherokee Speedway tonight, say thank you. That's all you got to do. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Put your garbage in the garbage yeah. can. Also, we got the Lucas Oil. Uh, who's been who's been on a roll here lately? Perry John from Davenport. Right. He won the Eldora Million. He's been he's still on the roll. Last week, I think Jada announced that uh, he won the prelim race there. Won uh, five grand. He also went back on Saturday night. Uh, got the seventy-five grand from leading lap to lap so that made another eighty thousand dollar weekend for him at uh florence kentucky there second was brandon overton third was dale mcdowell fourth was ricky thornton jr and fifth was mike Muller. so uh if anybody's got anything for jonathan davenport please step on up to the plate we'll see, <laughs> we'll see if you can do it <laughs> so uh that's uh like i say as far as these racetracks they are kind of working together like you like uh, Jay said last week, you had the big Shrine race up there at, at Carolina Speedway. Uh, also had that special guest up there uh, handing out the trophy. And a matter of fact, Billy Scott. Billy Scott. Yep. He's from right down here in Union. Uh, somehow this week I've got a phone number for Billy Scott. I will try to get in touch with him sometime this week. And see if we can't have him on the show well, here. Put him right on at 11 o'clock, so, the Legends uh, guest, because he is a legend. He is a legend there. Everybody knew. 
or around here that Billy Scott, uh, he always drove that zero car, had lifetime building products on it, uh, won a bunch of races. A and, lot of races. I saw and, him run at the fairgrounds. And uh, always, they said, uh, you know, back in, your drivers used to wear white breeches with a black belt and a white T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And they said that he was up there the same way, white breeches, <laughs> black belt, and T-shirts. So, yeah. And uh, matter of fact, I seen a couple of pictures of Junior Johnson like that. So, yeah. Uh, yes. You know, some something about these drivers. I don't know if white's cool or what. But, well, that's, uh, that's uh, what Elmo Henderson told me. He always wore. Yeah. Remember Elmo out there? He Elmo something. Yes, he was. But good uh, friend of mine. Like I say, uh, get out here and support Cherokee Speedway tonight. They uh, like I say, big three day deal there. This is the last night for it. Uh, then. Uh, we're going to start back racing at Harris Speedway next Saturday night. So uh, get out here and support these tracks so you, we can have a good time. You know, I tried to pride, uh, not pride's probably not the right word. I tried to inquire of Jada about the 25T, and I asked her if her husband was ready, and she said he is not ready. Uh, so uh, they, they are having a real good time down there on Lake Greenwood right now. And uh, yeah, but Grand, Boy, Grand Boy's having a good time down there. So. Uh, you know, like you said, you just married your daughter off. Yeah. Uh, it won't be long. You know, you'll wish you had. You can look back on these times and say, boy, I've enjoyed this. And uh, yeah, they're enjoying it right well, now. Well, that's that's a lot to be said for that. You, uh, That's one thing about racing that uh, people don't realize that it takes up a tremendous amount of your time racing if you're going to do racing and be competitive sounds like you, you're doing a lot of electrical work right now so it's well, probably a good I'm time a, not to be racing i'm uh, you. i'm uh, doing a little bit of electrical work but i'm doing a whole lot of construction work i've kind of kind of helping another guy out with construction he got a brother who is out sick right now and uh i went over and moved some stuff for him and next thing i know i kept tearing out walls for him and he told me to show back up tomorrow and show back up the next day and show back up the next day and uh <laughs> This just worked out where uh, I kind of kind of like doing it. It's something a little bit different, but I also have my electrical business going on the side, so uh, he kind of knocks off every day about two two fifteen. So uh, after that, I've been going trying to keep up with my electrical stuff, uh, working to about seven or eight o'clock at night and on weekends and stuff. That was one reason I had to miss last Saturday because. Uh, but I still got to listen to you. Well, that was good. Well, and, you can and hammer and listen. And guess where, guess where I went right by uh, on the way to this job site? Fishing Wa- pole. Wa- no, Wally Fowler Racing. Okay. Uh, looked over at Wally Fowler's last Saturday morning and uh, uh, didn't see the doors up, but uh, seen him up there picking squash for him. <laughs> so uh, Wally's too busy farming right now to be racing. But uh, it's coming to an end, as we know. You reckon he'd be too busy to come on the show? Uh, Billy Scott and Wally Fowler, that'd be a heck of a show. That would be a heck of a show. See what you You're can right. do. Yes, sir. See what you I'll can work do. work on it. We'll leave it wide open for you. And uh, we, uh, I, I've seen a lot on social media lately about Billy Scott. And uh, I went to a thing up in Gastonia. I think I sent you some pictures back from it last year. It was in October. And it had, it had a model of your daddy's car there, C.L. Yep. Pritchard. That car, yep. And uh, Billy Scott was up there. Yes, and I talked to him just very briefly. He don't know me from Adam, but uh, uh, man, everybody was lined up to talk to him. He I, he is a he's a rock star. I think they had one of his cars up there too. Yes, they, they well they, let's see. They I don't I know they had Stick Elliott's. I think his was a little bit later card where we did start doing the wing cars. Okay, you know, at one time we started 
uh, we started getting real crazy with Lexan back in the day, mm. and we started putting pieces of it all the way up the side of the car. And CEO told me, he said, "Boy, I could just hold it wide open all the way around this racetrack." But whenever you see the cars coming out, it took you almost thirty minutes to put all the Lexan to the race cars. Well, I tell you what, we're going to talk some racing when we get back after the top of the hour break with Will Cronkite. Will Will Cronkite. And you're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. The home of open mic. Weekdays from 3 to 6. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM. WSPG Spartanburg. We are what you need to know. In Major League Baseball on Friday night, the Washington Nationals rallied for three runs in the top of the ninth inning off Padres closer Josh Hader for a 6-3 victory at San Diego. The Los Angeles Dodgers came back to beat the Miami Marlins 2-1. It was the Dodgers' Major League leading 34th come-from-behind victory this season. They have an 82-36 overall record. Paul Goldschmidt of the St. Louis Cardinals hit his 30th home run in their 5-1 victory at Arizona. It's the seventh time that Goldschmidt has reached 30 home runs in his career. Nolan Arenado added three doubles for the Cardinals. Eugenio Suarez of the Mariners, two home runs and five RBI in their 10-2 win at Oakland. Seattle stays half a game up for the top wildcard spot in the American League. Rockies rookie Alaurys Montero, two home runs and five RBI in a 7-4 win over the San Francisco Giants. I'm Isaac Lohenkron. A few years back when we were ready to reopen the station, the water pipes burst, putting thousands of dollars of equipment in danger. That was one stressful evening, but one phone call to Thomas McGuire and PuroClean, the paramedics of property damage, and our stress disappeared. PuroClean rolled in, took charge, and rescued the station from severe water damage. Since then, I've used PuroClean at my house. You should do the same. Whether you're faced with fire and smoke damage, a flooding basement, or need carpet or upholstery cleaning, do what I do. And that's called 285-3530 for PuroClean. Hey, this is Ryan Cleary. Join Anthony Greer, Alex Smith, and myself weekday afternoons for Open Mic, Spartanburg's longest-running radio show. Whether it's high school athletics, Carolina or Clemson, USC Upstate, the Braves, we've got opinions and we want to hear from you. Open Mic, 3 until 6 p.m. on Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, and of course the Fox Sports 1400 app. Providing for and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. Many people are under the impression that establishing a will is the first and last step to estate planning. That is why developing a formal estate plan can be one of the most important things you will ever do for them. A comprehensive estate plan can help you preserve and protect your wealth, control who receives your assets, and ensure that your wishes are carried out. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you prepare an estate plan. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. 
The attorneys at Carolina Law Group aren't your local injury attorneys. They will always fight for you and aren't scared of the big insurance companies. The best part about Carolina Law Group is that they are local, located here in Spartanburg. And when you call Carolina Law Group, you will always speak with an attorney like Nahar Patel, who has recently voted his best injury attorney in the upstate, or attorneys Matthew Whitehead and Mitchell Bird, who were finalists for best trial attorney. The Carolina Law Group is aggressive and loyal and will fight for you. Call today, 864-757-5555, or visit thecarolinalawgroup.com. Live from the Fox Sports 1498.3 FM studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your engine. Impex Pre-Owned presents Start Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now, here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. And welcome back to the second hour of Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburgs. And it gives me a great deal of pleasure to welcome a real friend to the show and uh, enjoying a second career right now as a, a well-read author. And that is Will Cronkite. Good morning, Will. Good morning, young man. How are you folks doing down there in Spartanburg? Man, it's a beautiful Saturday morning. Uh, not too hot yet. Cool and uh, sun's out, and we're just so glad to have you on the show. I'm delighted, folks. I've been here before, and you all treat me good. Thank you for asking me again today. Well, as far as I'm concerned, as long as we'll, we'll do the show, we'll try to get you on. We will have you on as long as you'll come on. So uh, um, I can tell you that one of our loyal listeners has already texted me and that would be Mike Hill, and he said that you and he went to hell together, Hell, Michigan. That's exactly right. He's exactly right. <laughs> uh, Mike's a, Mike's a great guy, and he listens to us every week. And he's our, uh, well, he he talks about NASCAR, but he also you know knows about the IMSA, what's going on there. But uh, how uh, how are you doing? Your um, your book, I know at one time you said you'd sell wanted to sell one in every state, and I think you've done that in a lot of foreign countries, and. Uh, People around here saw you on Dale Earnhardt's show. Well, they, they treated me good as well. We have sold at least one book in every uh, state in the U.S., and I've sold uh, at least one book in six foreign countries. It, it's done way better than I've ever uh, experienced. And I, I want to give a shout-out to Mike. He's a pretty – Mike Hill, he's a pretty good historian as well. And uh, I, I believe I could have enjoyed an occupation similar to the one he's in now with the IMSA. I, I've been pretty impressed. I've I've had the good fortune of being able to work with some really talented folks early in their career. And Mike is at the top of that list. Well, Mike's a great guy and everybody just about that we have on the show knows him and his brother, Alan, who's sitting right over here, uh, does our local scene. He's a top notch, uh, local, uh, car builder and owner. And, uh, he's kind of like the wood brothers used to be. He picks and chooses where he wants to go. And when he goes, he usually wins. Well, did he ever work on a 57 Chevrolet? I had a 57 Chevrolet, but I'd love to find me a front clip off of a 57 for the, the geometry of it. People don't realize what the geometry of a 57 Chevrolet is. 
Well, I know you're familiar with it. Uh, your older brother said you had to work on one every once in a while. Yes, that was mine. But Mike, he had a he had a '66 Chevelle, and I had the '57 Chevrolet, and uh, he kind of helped me out a little bit there. <laughs> I know he knew what he was doing. I hope he taught you well. I know he taught you well. If you listen, well, go ahead, Alan. Uh, my day said I was I was liking that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I, I guess we should say what the name of your book is. I was a NASCAR redneck and, uh, I own a copy of it and it's a, it's a great read. And you, uh, you have, uh, an awful, awful lot of personal stories in there. Of course, uh, you, you've had the high, highest of highs and the lowest of lows. And, uh, it's all there for people to read. And it's, uh, quite an emotional book. And I know it's a work of love for you. It, it was. I, I kind of had to write about both the good things and the bad things. And I, I share with folks that uh, God gave me a an event-filled life uh, that I've endured things that you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy and enjoyed moments I few men could dream of. Um, I, I appreciate every single one of them, some, some more fun than the others, but it's been an event-filled life for sure. Well, I'm just glad you're uh... – a lot of people might not want to share it with the public, but you do. And, uh, and we all appreciate it. And, uh, how, how can we get your book? I mean, I'm sure you just go online and order it someplace, but, uh, you can, uh I, it, it's actually available on eBay and now it's available on Amazon. But if you order from my website, which is www.nascarredneck.com, uh, uh, I'll sign each book before it's sent. So, Oh, that's the way to go then. And that should be an easy, uh, website to remember. I mean, I'll remember that one. I can't remember anything. <laughs> yeah. That was the point of it. Cause I couldn't do it. Um, well, will you, um, you participated in a lot of different, uh, disciplines in auto racing, which, uh, uh, fascinates me. And I think at the beginning of your book, if I'm not mistaken, and I've only read it twice, but not lately, but you, um, you were down at Sebring, and you met some pretty famous people down there when you were first getting started. Yes, I, I didn't realize how famous they were. I just thought, you know, I just, I just thought everybody at race was a redneck. And I went to from uh, Florida. I left Middletown, Ohio, on a quest to be able to touch that first Cobra that was built. I don't remember the serial number now, but I, I had memorized it at the time. And I actually got to wipe the windshield of that prototype uh, Daytona coupe during a pit stop. Uh, and, and I've read that story to myself. It's pretty humorous. I thought I had a, a run in with uh, Graham Hill who actually um, tried to get, uh, Oh, I can't think of the guy's name that ran that team uh, for Ford. Uh, you talking about Shelby? No, I did get to sit. I sat on the pit road next to Shelby. He asked me, I, I was wiping the windshield of that car well you're breaking up just a little bit if can you get to wherever you were because you, if you're if you're walking around the yard you're we're losing you you're going in and out no that's no good <laughs> not very good where where were you when you when you picked up the phone uh, well, we not, we, now we don't have you at all. And, uh, this isn't good for, well, uh, no, you, you were, uh, 
You're not coming in at all. Uh, a little bit better. Any better here? Yeah, that's perfect. Don't move. Okay. Okay. I can, I can stay right here then. Freeze. So, yeah, sorry, sorry about that, gentlemen. But I, I did get to hang around Carol Shelby a little bit. and I just snuck my way in and got off the pit wall and wiped the windshield. And I went back and sat down. He just looked at me and looked back at the car. He didn't, he didn't get after me none, but he was pretty sure he didn't know who I was. <laughs> Uh, Graham Hill, I always loved him. Unfortunately, we lost him in a plane crash after he'd retired. But uh, um, and, and you also now you went to uh, you went to Indianapolis and worked on a pit crew and uh, maybe did that for a couple of years. I know you did it one year. I did it. I did it two years, but it was not two consecutive years. Um, right after that low point in my life, I ended up going over to uh, I think Brownsburg, Indiana, working for a guy they called Tilt. His name was Howard Milliken. They called him Tilt because he'd been injured pretty badly in a sprint car accident and had a really severe limp. And we worked on a car. The last turbine car to attempt qualifying was by Jigger Sirois, and Rick Muther drove the Offy-powered car. And Rick did well. Uh, the turbine car didn't make the race. They made the in annular inlet areas reduced from two square feet to one square feet, and it'd go around the corners like it's supposed to, but it it would cough all the way down the straightaways. He, he just couldn't get any, you know, top end out of the car. But during that, during that time, I remember AJ Foyt was just two car doors up from us talking about this scrawny taxi cab driver that he had. that Couldn't get out of his own way. And three months, three years later, I was a car chief for that scrawny taxi cab driver. His name was Donnie Allison. <laughs> Donnie Allison finished, uh, I think fourth in that race on the lead lap, went home that night, won the world 600 the next day, went back the next day to Indianapolis and picked up his rookie of the year trophy. So, uh, I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of Donnie Allison's. He's a, he's, he's been my mentor. My biggest mentor was Donnie. Well, we've had Donnie on the show many times and of course his brother, Bobby too. And, uh, you know, I, I, we were talking earlier on this show about, the book signing up there at the museum in, in, uh, Charlotte before, uh, Memorial Day when uh, we had a table there with you, me, Greg, uh, Bobby Allison's daughter, and Bobby Allison. That was a pretty good table. That was Bonnie Allison, Bonnie yeah. and Bobby. You know, I, I didn't know that. I, I see somebody that goes with him, and I just figure some sort of a, you know, a caretaker, a booking agent, and I didn't realize that was his daughter. Yeah, that was his daughter, and she's a real nice lady. And I talked to her first time I'd ever really gotten to talk to her, but. Yeah, those book signings are great. Now, let me ask you, you know, we got one coming up on September the 10th in Mount Airy, North Carolina, the Moonshine Festival. Are you uh, planning on being up there? Yes, I am. They've they've actually uh, going to put my name on that wall of fame that's up there someplace. So I'm I'm committed to going and hoping to sell some books there. Well, I hope you uh I hope you do and that's great getting on that wall. There's a lot of a lot of my friends are on it. I'm not, but I probably never will be. But the uh, that Bill Blair called me and told me that he, I, I'd known that there was going to be not like fourteen or fifteen, and now even more more guys. You know, they're going to put quite a few. And I said, "How come you're putting on so many all at once?" And he said to me, "He said, you know, they're dying left and right." He says, "We got to get got to get them up there while they can still appreciate it, or something well, like that." Well, maybe I would tell them I've had two heart attacks. <laughs> I, I was hoping that wasn't the prerequisite for adding my name. But well, I tell you, it's uh. Uh, it, it is a, a great event and you know, Greg's been pretty beat up and he's not here. He had a bad fall and, uh, we're, uh, he said he wasn't going to make it today. 
Yeah, and but you know we're uh, we're planning on going up there together that's September tenth. So hopefully he can uh, he can uh, heal up enough to bend himself into the passenger the shotgun seat of my Mustang. We'll have to find that out. That's an experience, isn't it? Yeah, it is, and uh, I love going to these things. We haven't uh, haven't been very many. They're sort of just now getting started back up after COVID, because you know there used to be, especially in the fall and around Memorial Day. But in the fall, there used to be a lot of them. Uh, Hillsboro used to have a great one. I've been to that one twice. I saw you gentlemen up there. I think I bought two of your books. Is it is it Okanichi or? Yep, Okanichi, and they uh, I. You know, they had a great thing going there, and I, I think they got to, I used to call them the Hillsboro Mafia. They got to squabbling amongst themselves. and Yeah, that's what I heard. And uh, it fell apart. They don't have anything now. And they had, like, I thought the best one. Uh, Darlington used to have a nice one um, where they had all these old cars, like, I mean, indie cars and stock cars. And, oh, boy. And celebrities were down there, and that's where I, that's where I met up with Neil Castles for the first time and uh, became close friends with him. And But they, uh, they let the... I don't know any other way to put it except greed. You know, uh, they wanted me to have a half a million dollar insurance policy to sell books. So uh, I told them they were nuts. Oh my! <laughs> I was walk. I had a, I had them in my a, a book bag on my back, and I'd walk around like a drug dealer selling them behind the uh, behind the uh, porta johns and things. But will you? Uh, now, of course, the big one, as far as I'm concerned, uh, and and maybe the one that. Uh, brings you the most notoriety I, I i maybe i'm wrong correct me if i am but you bought a ford off of bud moore bone buddy baker's very fast torinos and put dale earnhardt in it in that number 96 and did real well i think that was 1978 it was it was may 78 the world 600 there in charlotte and uh junior he had me on the podcast and boy those folks treated me really well if you watch that show that number 96 car is on the table it's on my desk at work, and I work from home, but I, I got the one you autographed for me. It's sitting right there on my desk. When when they first started those books or those cars, they sent me a prototype, and I said the color's too dark, the stripe down the middle is too dark, and they lightened it up, and they lightened it up too far, but they didn't give me a second option. And, and that car does not have a serial number on it. And during that show, we were before or after, we were looking at that car, and he's got, another one of those prototype cars, a dark blue stripe and no serial number. Um, so he must've got offered one the same time I did. So it looks to me like there's two of those cars that don't have a serial number on it. And he, he just made me feel good. I, if you read one of the stories in my book, uh, the story after the one about one or two after the story about how I met Ironhead was the race we ran at Daytona you know, some days you're just on and go fast. And that was one of those days we really, really were fast. We had a late pit stop and we, we only put on two tires and enough gas to finish a race and got out ahead of the four guys that were running for a lead. And he ran them hard. He gave them everything they could chew on to get by him. And he looked like a professional speedway racer. And I'm of the opinion that's what made Rod Osterlin give him a call and Dale Jr. said the same thing, and that, that made me feel good. He he felt that that race was what got his dad started and that he might not have had a start if it wasn't for the opportunity that I had to put his dad in my car. Yeah, and that car still, I always thought, bore us a, a, a pretty good semblance to a Bud Moore car being white. with the, with the... Well, All I did was uh, I kept the stripe on the top and, yep. the red, and the red trim and the blue stripe 
and just changed the the name. Those numbers on the side are offset. The I love those numbers. Two numbers is a was was drawn around a paint can, and the <laughs> outside one was a circle I drew around a drain pan and angled the. They couldn't afford a sign painter, so I put those numbers on the side. What made them look so funny? And if you see the car, it's number uh, number ninety six, and uh, the circles for the nine and the six are right beside each other, you know, uh, on the same plane. But the top of the uh, the bottom of the nine goes way down, and the top of the six goes way up, and it's just a, a real cool effect. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's clearly the only one that it must not have caught on. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it looks good, and you built it. Now, what is this Greg was telling me about, and you mentioned it last week. You're in the middle of some quest to find some particular car, aren't you? Well, I just been trying to research what happened to that car. That's the and same I, car you're talking about? Yes, sir. Okay. I, I've, I've traced the I, – I knew what I did, and I traced, you know, the dates that we raced it, and I found the guy that, that I sold it to, and I – put a bod, different body on for him, and then he sold it to a guy in Kentucky, I believe, and I've gotten a hold of him, and I have I've I know exactly where the car got killed. It got killed at Daytona February uh, 89. Uh, yeah, it had to have been 89, I think. I can't remember. 78, 78, excuse me, 87 or 88 or 89. He got in a real bad crash about the 17th lap, and the car got totaled. Uh, and so I've just been trying to find it, but it, I just came to a dead end. He, I found the guy that owned it and, and was driving it when it crashed, but he has no idea where it is. But I just, I just would like to, I'd like to see what kind of shape it's in. It's been 40 years. So yeah, not likely to get much. But. I love it when they, uh old race cars are found and get restored, like uh, like Bud Moore's Comet that won Darlington. I can't believe they ever tracked that thing down and and found it but uh now uh, but did you not i don't know if this is a, a copy or a recreation or the car of uh elliot forbes robinson that that uh jolly rancher buick is, was that the real race car yes sir did you are you the one that restored that no bill ryan in denver north carolina did it he i had a particular front end design that was different than anybody else's and i'll tell you the truth if you look closely at what i did in that would have been 80. Uh, their car still doing that, triangulating the front and running that bar across the left side of the roll bars to the right. I did it with a tube going down to the jack screws, a much more uh, geometrically and physically physics uh, approach. But they still they're still doing that, and that appealed to Bill Ryan for some reason. And somebody found that car under a barn in the mountains of North Carolina and called Bill, and Bill bought it sight unseen and he, he restored it without me knowing it he, i knew he had it and i asked him if i couldn't help him uh restore it you know i made a few aluminum pieces for it and without telling me they went ahead and finished it without me knowing it and then revealed it to me at uh kershaw a road course down in south carolina that bill yeah rents once in a while for his customers and they go out and just drive their cars around and it was a it was a very emotional thing for me. He just did an outstanding job with the restoration. I, I Coney had sponsored me with shocks because of another car that I built a, a, a street car that was a twin turbocharged Buick built on a uh, John Surtees Formula Five Thousand chassis, and 
when I had them redo the shocks for me, they gave me some racing shocks and, and th- those shocks were a different color. And I painted the fuel filter, the oil return filter in the trunk with Coney shock paint for some reason, the only piece on the car that was like that. And when they restored the car, if you open the trunk, that correct bracket is painted Coney, the correct color red Coney shock. He just did an outstanding job. Outstanding job. That's great. I tell you what, when I was, a, I was just talking about my daughter turning 22 tomorrow, but when my, she and my son were little and we'd be going on a trip or driving around somewhere out in the country, um, I'd point to a barn and I'd say, you know, what's in there, Jake, you know, what's in there, Hannah. And they say, no, what daddy? And I say, a race car is in there, an old race car. And it finally got to, I did it for so many years that every time they'd pass a barn, they'd, they'd say, daddy's a race car in there. And I said, you bet there is. So, uh, I think I love hearing stories like that. Will. I'm, I'm getting a lot more, uh, enthusiasm for historical restorations in that. I, I had no idea, you know, Perry's back time when we were involved, I think that's one of the reasons that the book's done so well, not so much about my uh, literary skills, but the, the time frame for which it's written about seems to be the most popular uh, period of time to people that uh, watch NASCAR. Well, you know, it's like I always said, you know, this is a, we do an awful lot of local results and, and, and you know, contemporary what's going on right now. But as far as I'm concerned, this is a history show. And it's bringing people on like you that make it uh, make this the good show that I think it is. And uh, Will, we already kept you over. I tried to give you extra five minutes for the five minutes that you were <laughs> that you were having phone trouble or something was going on. But well, I I just I, I just I met a, a friend of mine. We're doing some woodwork. I'm getting ready to go to a metal meet, metal shaping event, and I've been building a, a an old on just a piece of artwork, a, an old vintage sailing ship, and we were making a a, a buck to assemble the masts with. And I just walked in his office and, and I didn't move three feet. And then when you were asking me, I went outside, I went out in the shop and I went back to where I started, which is, which is what you asked me to do. <laughs> well, and you're coming in loud and clear. Well, we got to let you go, but man, it's great having you on the show. And I look forward to seeing you up in uh, Mount Airy. Gentlemen, I'm looking forward to it, and I appreciate not only what you've done for me, but what you do for our sport. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's Will Cronkite, and boy, he's, uh, I'll tell you a little bit about him when, uh, one other thing when we come back from the break. You are listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Big selection. All great. Better deals. Come and get it at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway. No payment for 45 or even the first 90 days at Impex Pre-Owned. Come check out the best selection of pre-owned vehicles and test drive your next ride today. Ask about our first-time buyers program. Hurry on over to Impex Pre-Owned. 8989 Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs. We can get you driving no matter what. 
You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like RJ Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. There's something special happening year-round in the city of Spartanburg, including a variety of seasonal events and festivals. Downtown Spartanburg offers several great options for retail shopping, as well as a great selection of restaurants and bars where you can have the fish and chips at Delaney's Irish Pub, you can try something off the new menu at RJ Rockers, or even catch a game with friends at Main Street Pub. If you're looking for something family-friendly, check out the Music Trail or the Sparkle City Mini Putt, which is always free to play. For more information on upcoming events, check out the city's Facebook page. The City of Spartanburg, always doing. Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company, keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting Spartan-Waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community where they work and live clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and they'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right, Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. And welcome back to Start Your Engines. I want to follow up on Will Cronkite. Cron, his name is Cronkite. Not like Walter Cronkite. It's Cronkite. And when we went to, to the remember. well, yeah, when we went to the break right before uh, we brought him on, I, I I got my tongue all tangled up trying to get those all those R's in there. Yeah. But it's uh, but I want to tell you he's talking about the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, and I wasn't going to get him to get go into it. Sometimes he will just throw it out there. But um, I think it was around Christmas time, and this would have been in the early 70s, if I'm not mistaken. And um, he talks about laying in the floor, playing with his young daughter, and, and his wife was there in the, in the glow of the fireplace and everything, you know, and that's how wonderful life was. And he, he was just on top of the world and as a young man. And uh, the next day, his wife and daughter got killed in a car accident. And he has really been through it. And uh, I don't know how you could have a much lower low than that. But uh, Will Cronkite is a, is a great guy. And I, 
so pleased to see him have so much success. The other story I was going to tell you about uh, when you were talking about your daddy getting you a, a ticket, there was a guy named David Warren, and I wrote about this in my Independence book, who had a driver named uh, Jimmy Helms. And David was crippled. He, uh, he had a, a limp, a really bad limp. I think he'd had polio or something at one time. But uh, if you know Tom Pistone, he is such a card. Pistone was a couple of cars ahead of him when they were leaving a racetrack someplace. And Pistone told the cop at the gate as they were leaving, he said, get that guy two cars back there out and make him walk the line because he's drunk as a skunk. And so when the car got up there, the cop got David Warren out of the car, and he couldn't walk straight anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and they had him in the handcuffs and everything. And uh, uh, Pistone finally walked back there and said, no, I was just joking. Then they got mad at Pistone and almost locked <laughs> him up. Imagine that. But uh, anyway, fun at the old racetrack. Let's go to Xfinity where uh, they did not run last week. Uh, in fact, I think they had uh, – no, that wasn't when they had two weeks off. I think they just had one week off. Yeah. But they uh, uh, are at Watkins Glen, and they will race today at 3 p.m. on USA. And that is the Sunoco Go Rewards 200 at the Glen. And that will, as I said, be at 3 p.m. on USA. Uh, I think, in fact, they may be qualifying right now. The um, Local car with Jeremy Clements, the number 51, is sponsored by Whitaker Chevrolet over in Greenville, and it's pink. It's a pink number 51 uh, throwback to Dale Earnhardt Sr., uh, one of his very first cars. And I said I think it was a 55 Chevy. I, heck, I don't remember. It might have been a Ford. But anyway, it's a pretty car. You won't miss it. You'll be able to pick up on it. And here's, here's another thing. I had been saying that Jeremy, you know, didn't have too many more chances truth of the matter is he's got a bunch more chances the uh it, it what messes me up is all of these playoffs don't start at the same time now trucks already in their playoffs cup has got two races left this one in daytona well xfinity's got five left and we know how good jeremy is on a road course well he's got one today uh on the 26th of august i think they run the xfinity's on the road course at daytona and then he's got uh, Darlington, and he came one turn from having a top five finish there last time. And then he's got Kansas and then Bristol. So he has got five more chances. He's not going to get in them points. He's got to win a race. But uh, I think he's got five. Uh, he's got three real good chances with the road, the two road courses and, uh, and five in all in Bristol. I think he runs well at Bristol, too. So Jeremy can still do it. And, um, course we'll be we'll be following him all the way the uh point standings in xfinity uh aj allmendinger is leading he's got a 19 point lead over justin allgaier ty gibbs is third noah Cragson fourth josh berry fifth austin hill sixth brandon jones seventh riley herbst eighth sam mayer ninth and daniel hemrick is tenth jeremy is back in 19th 506 points out with absolutely zero chance of making it on points so uh We'll have to see if he can't win a race. The trucks, they uh, they don't run again until Friday, September 9th, so they still got a week off. And they will run the Wise Power 200 at 7.30 on FS1. That's on a Friday, September 9th. Uh, they did run last Saturday at Richmond after our show, and those results were Chandler Smith, who's red hot in that series, driving for Kyle Busch, 
won it. Second place was Kyle Busch's other truck, driven by John Hunter Nemechek. Third was Ty Majeski. Fourth, Grant Enfinger. Fifth, Corey Heim. Sixth, Taylor Gray. Seventh, Matt Crafton. Eighth, Christian Eckes. Ninth, Zane Smith. And tenth was Carson Hosevar. And um, as I said, they are already into their points, uh, their playoffs. And the playoffs, as we speak, uh, Chandler Smith is leading the playoffs. He's got a two-point lead over Zane Smith. No relation. John Hunter Nemechek is third. He's only five points back. Grant Ingfinger is fourth. He's only seven points back. Ty Majeski is fifth. Stuart Friesen, sixth. Uh, ben Rhodes, seventh. Matt Crafton, eighth. Carson Hosevar, ninth. And tenth is Christian Eckes, and he's 51 points behind. And uh, I need to pull up their schedule. I don't think they have a whole lot of races. I remember Deb telling us last year that they are ending their season a little soon because our all races are on FS1 and Fox needs some of that equipment to cover football. So they're going to, uh, they're going to wrap that up a little sooner than the other series. Arca actually ran yesterday. You say you watched that race, Al? Yes, I did. How was it? It was a good race. All right. Uh, Brandon Jones, who I just mentioned his name being in the top 10 with uh, Xfinity won it driving for a uh, uh, it says Coy Gibbs. I'm not sure who Coy is, but he's a Gibbs. Um, second was Nick Chan- Sanchez, third, Jesse Love, fourth, Daniel Dye, 15th, uh, 15th, fifth, Sammy Smith, sixth, Parker Chase, seventh, Austin Wayne Self, eighth, Taylor Gray, ninth, Dale Quarterly, and 10th, Connor Jones. And one thing I find very interesting about that is it's sort of, a, as I was telling you out in the lobby, reminds me of the old days of the Grand National Circuit. They got a race tomorrow. And uh, on the dirt, on the mile at Springfield, which will be on MAV TV. And uh, I remember when uh, James Hilton used to go up there and he said, man, I love running on the dirt. They run two dirt races in September at uh, Springfield and DuCoin, both in Illinois, both big fairgrounds tracks. And uh, um, so they got a, probably somewhere uh, in uh, Pennsylvania or Ohio right now trying to get to Springfield. Well, uh, he talked to Daniel Dye, who I think was second in the points as in the ARCA. Uh, they're talking about him going to the dirt race. He said, boy, this is going to be really exciting. It he is said, it's great. He said, I never have drove on a dirt road. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the points with uh, ARCA after the race yesterday at, at Watkins Glen, Nick Sanchez is the point leader. He's got a seven-point lead over Raja Karuth. Third is Daniel Dye. He's got nine points back, so I guess they flop, flip-flop there. Greg Von Alst is fourth. Tony Breitinger is fifth. Amber Balkin is sixth. And, of course, those are ladies. Seventh, speaking of James Hilton, the guy that bought all of his equipment, that's probably none of it still being used except the number 48, is Brad Smith. Eighth, Sammy Smith. Ninth, Taylor Gray. And tenth, D.L. Wilson. Uh, that race on the dirt at Springfield will be on MAV-TV. And um, it is the Alan Crow Memorial 100. Alan Crow was a sprint, car, a sprint car driver who was killed at New Bremen, Ohio, on June the second, 1963. So, stock car race named after a uh, open wheel driver. Today, Indianapolis cars will be at Gateway, and that's the Bomberito Automotive Group 500. It's got to be a 500K, I would think, or they just. Threw a number on there to make it look 
more important. But that will be on at 6.30 on USA. Uh, so you just go from uh, the Xfinity race pretty much uh, seamlessly over to the Indy cars, and that will start uh, your evening uh, racing uh, fair with um, the Indy cars at Gateway, which is in Madison, Illinois, right across the Mississippi River from St. Louis. The points in Indy as we speak after Nashville. Will Power has a six-point lead over Scott Dixon. Indianapolis 500 race winner Marcus Erickson is third. He's 12 points back. Joseph Newgarden is fourth. He's 22 points back. Alex Pillow, the defending champion, is fifth. Sixth, Scott McLaughlin. Seventh, Patricio O'Ward. Eighth, Alexander Rossi is eighth. Ninth is Felix Rosenquist. And tenth is Colton Herta. Um, of course, as I said, that race will be today, and I'm almost positive this will be the last oval race. Uh, they've only got a couple more, I think, after that, and that will be on road courses. So let's take our final break and come back and talk about what's on TV and uh, just uh, maybe throw in a little high school football. I, we're uh, we're not the experts on that, but we love the time of the season. And uh, looking over at the whiteboard here, it's a whole lot of scores up there. Maybe we'll uh, throw in our two cents worth and uh, let uh, Ronnie tell us a little bit about Burns. He was at the game last night. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Low prices, big selection, quality customer service. That's Nissan of Greer. Get big savings on over 300 new Nissans. Shop our large selection of used vehicles, including Nissan certified pre-owned. Plus, we're the place for commercial fleets, for expert service. And if you need credit, come and get it. Ask about military, college grad, and mobility assist savings too. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Call 1197 for more details. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. At Janney, your goals are our priority. When you work with Janney, it's about going beyond investing. It's about connecting your life and finances. When it comes to managing your wealth, you probably have plenty of questions and more than a little uncertainty. What you need is a plan built to connect your goals to your wealth. Financial advisor Trent Lancaster is here for you. Trent can build a tailored financial plan and make recommendations that are aligned with your best interests based on your unique needs, goals, 
goals and preferences. Conveniently located in the Spartanburg office, Trent can discuss how he can help you connect your life and finances. Contact him by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Jannie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. River Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60 and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play at the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com. Spartanburg's radio home for Gamecock football. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. It's a beautiful day for the beach, or an afternoon hike, or perfecting your three-pointer at the park. Where you're spending your day may be up for debate, but stopping for an icy treat at McDonald's is not. Now try new Frozen Coke and Frozen Fanta Wild Cherry or Blue Raspberry. Get any size for just $1.69. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices of participation may vary. Limited time only cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Coca-Cola and Fanta are registered trademarks of the Coca-Cola Company. AJ, I tell you what, we're going to have about 15 minutes here, so uh, let's talk slow, and if you got anything to say, say it now. It's uh, anything's fair game. I did leave out Formula One. They have been off for three weeks, and one more week, uh, this week they're off, before they go to Spa Francorchamps, which is in Belgium, and one of the historic old-time uh, Formula One courses. I, I, it used to be Similar to the Nürburgring and some of the other Formula One tracks, uh, Claremont-Ferrand, where they used to just race across the countryside, farmhouses and telephone poles and all sorts of things going by. <coughs> Excuse me. I knew that was going to happen. Uh, the uh, I'm interested to see how they've cleaned it up because it's not like that anymore. You know, some of these tracks, like the one they ran it, and in France a couple of weeks ago there you'd have to go so far out of your way to hit something they had so much runoff area it sort of as far as I was concerned spoiled the uh the uh the uniqueness of of each of the each yeah. of the runs I mean they weren't running through the countryside anymore they right. were like running through a painted parking lot but anyway formula 1 next week it's spa francorchamps in belgium the point standings uh max verstappen is uh Leading, and he's got a whopping 80-point lead over Charles Leclerc, who's bad about leading the race and then crashing. Uh, Sergio Perez is third. George Russell, fourth. Carlos Sainz is fifth. Lewis Hamilton, sixth, who I saw is now a part owner of the Denver Broncos. Really? Yeah. Had to have something to spend his money on. I so guess so. He's in there with the Elway and a, somebody else. Pretty Rice. famous. Jerry Rice. Cantalisa Rice. Did she get in on that? Yeah, she got in on that. All right. Okay. Well, that's a a heck of a bunch. 
with, uh, okay, uh, Lando Norris is seventh. Esteban Ocon is eighth. Valtteri Bottas is ninth. And Fernando Alonso is tenth. I'll go one more with Kevin Magnuson, our American driver. Well, he's not American. He drives an American uh, farmed-out Ferrari that um, I mention it every week that Deb says is they make about a mile from her house. They, they build that car, their shop. I don't, do you call a Grand Prix a shop? I mean, that's it's more like a factory, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, okay. And Mick Shoemaker, Schumacher, that drives the other one is 15th uh, in the standings for Formula One, and it actually has had a podium or two this year. Television. Today, um, there's a replay of uh, ARCA. Well, that's already done that. Um, it looks like the National Hot Rod Association is up in Brainerd. And uh, I think that's in Minnesota, is it not? Yes, it is. Okay. And, uh, but I'm talking about some things that uh, it's got an R after it, so that means rerun, so we don't care about that. First live thing we have is the Xfinity practice and qualifying, which is going on right now uh, at Watkins Glen on NBC Sports, which would probably be, I don't know, it'd have to be Peacock. I don't know if that would be on. Uh, USA, it doesn't say USA. It says NBC Sports. Uh, 12.30 on um, uh, USA will be uh, cup qualifying in practice uh, from 12.30 to 2. That's at Watkins Glen, of course. And then the Xfinity race, pre-race is at 2.30. The race itself is at 3 on USA. Uh, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if they didn't give a little bit of airtime to Jeremy since he's got a pink car and everybody likes Dale Earnhardt. So, uh, that would, uh, be interesting to see how he does. And like I said, he's still got five chances to make the playoffs. And I think today might be a real good one. So, uh, let's all pull for Jeremy from three o'clock to five 30 post race from five 30 to six, go grab a bite to eat and come back on USA. Don't even have to change the channel for the IndyCar race from Madison, Illinois, that's at 6.30 to 8.30, uh, pre-race at 6, post-race at 8.30. And uh, that will be on the last oval that they run this year. I'm almost positive. Excuse me. Uh, Sunday, tomorrow, not a whole lot. We've got uh, 3 o'clock, the cup race from uh, Watkins Glen on USA. And uh, that will be, I said, 3, yep, pre-race at 2. Post race at 5.30, all on USA. And then uh, from 2 to 4, actually competing with it directly on MAV-TV TV will be the sprint, the, the dirt race for the ARCA cars at Springfield, Illinois. And uh, that's, uh, that's very interesting. I, I think I'd like, to, I'd like to see that. So uh, anyway, boys, we got 10 minutes. Well, I just got a text in here. Uh... Travers Rest Speedway, which uh, was off this weekend because of Tribal Nationals going on at Cherokee Speedway, but they will be back racing this coming Friday, August 26th. So uh, a friend of mine texted this, text this in to me because uh, our show's on Saturday, but uh, as of uh, right now, they got the Blue Ridge Outlaw Late Models to be uh, appearing at Travers Rest Speedway. Also on hand will be the Rookies, Extreme 4, Thunder Bomber Futures, Pure Stock, Thunder Bomber, Great Sportsman, Street Stock, Renegade. So uh, next Friday night, uh, if you don't want to go watch high school football, go out and support this dirt track for us. Absolutely. 
And you can also today or this evening right here on WSPG at 7 o'clock, the Spartan High Vikings take on Langston Hughes, and I don't know what their mascot is. It's a, a school in uh, just outside of Atlanta. Yeah. And, and Ryan Clary will be on the call. Tyler's there with him. Yes. Tyler's the color guy. And uh, they, uh, um, you, you see what I'm wearing, don't you? I do. You got on your Vikings shirt? I got on my Vikings shirt that been hanging in the closet since Hannah's last soccer game at the <laughs> end of, in the spring of 2018. <clears throat> And I uh, haven't had any need to put it on, so I said, "Well, let me let me put it on, see if it even fits." So it feels pretty good. And uh, of course, when I played for Spartan High, they were the Crimson Tide. Right. And uh, that was a couple of years ago. That was a while back. Uh, I hit the field for the last time at T.L. Hanna on uh, a cold November in 1969. Last well, time I- last night T.L. Hanna hosted the Bowling Springs Bulldogs. Their new coach's uh, opening game didn't turn out so well for the dogs. No. Hannah beat them 43 to nothing. 43 to nothing. Yeah, we got the scoreboard here. And uh, uh, Gaffney plays tonight. They play they South, South Point, Point, which is uh, I think was the 4A champion. So that's the 4A and the 5A champions right. uh, going be at it. That'll be a good ball game. That'll be a good one. That's in, uh, that's in South Point, which, of course, is Rock Hill. Uh, what else we got there? I know they've already been. Well, my rebels took on, uh, tell us about it. Brooklyn Casey out of Columbia last night and started our season off beating Brooklyn Casey 62 to nothing. Excuse me. 62 to seven, 62 to seven. Yeah. I don't even see that up there, but uh, I'm sure it is. Uh, there it is. 62 to seven. Yep. Ronnie. I hope this isn't too sore of a subject, but uh, how many years were you the PA voice of the uh, Burns Rebels? Uh, about 40. But you're not doing it this year? Not doing it this year. That's a shame. You have to climb a ladder to get to the press box, and my old legs won't do that anymore. Well, I mean, gummit, they ought to give you a a, uh, a, a, a way to do it. A, 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 every, know, sit in the stands and do everyone's it. Everyone's replaceable. Yeah, well, Josh Garrison's are on the call right now this year for the Rebels. Josh did a fine job last night. Okay, well, I still say sideline reporter on your scooter. You could have, I, I mean, and it makes perfect sense to me. I don't know why you couldn't do that. It did It did feel kind of funny. But are there games on radio? Yes. What? They're out of station out of, of Greenville. Okay, well, and uh, also give a shout out to Alex Smith who did his first game. I didn't hear any of it. I didn't get to hear it either. He did a Dorman and Greenville. Yes. How'd that come out? Uh, Dorman won. Uh, let's see. Uh, 53 to 28. Yes. It looks like. Yes. And uh, I know Alex talked about it all day. I listened to off and on the station. I tell you what, if you like high school football, we got wall-to-wall coverage on Friday. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Tyler talked about it in the morning show, and then they uh, – Got a special twelve o'clock show. That was a little for thirty minutes yep, yesterday. Yep. No. Well, when you score fifty three and the other team scores twenty eight, about all you got to do is say touchdown. <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> That's a lot That's of scoring. <laughs> I tell you what, looks like it was probably a good game, and it didn't come out like I thought it would. And that's uh, Woodruff and Chapman, because I mean, I just Chapman was so long a, in the last few years just a powerhouse. They didn't lose to anybody. 
But uh looks like uh and listening that they Dorman's, went to overtime and got beat by Woodruff. Yeah. And in that Dorman game, Demarius Foster, their running back, had twenty rushes for three hundred and six yards and three touchdowns. That's pretty last pretty time stout. I looked, that's pretty good. Yep, that's pretty good. So uh uh but then as uh Ronnie said today or this evening, what, 7 or 7.30? Game starts at 7. Okay. We'll be uh, Ryan Clary and Tyler. Um, Sugar. Almost said Helms. He played for <laughs> Carolina when I was down there. Yeah. Tyler Helms. Good Lord. Tyler Sugar uh, doing that game. And uh, if I uh, remember the map, I looked it up on last week, sitting in the New China restaurant. Uh, Langston Hughes is about southwest of Atlanta. Not I'll too far. I'll take your word for it. It's not too far from Atlanta. Uh, four minutes, boys. What you got, Alan? You go. You gonna carpenter, uh, wire something up, or fish today? Uh, my we, wife, or get the fifty-two, well, twenty-five T ready. Well, uh, my wife looked at me this morning. She said, "Let's just ride to the carp lake this evening and uh, let you walk around, and talk to your friends, since you ain't got to, you know, carp fish and stuff." I said, "Oh, that's about like going to the race and not taking a race car, honey." <laughs> I mean, uh, if I go to the ra- if I go to the carp lake, I got to load you the got scooter. To get I got a line load my scooter. I got to load. Matter of fact, I had to work on my scooter, and I've got it going pretty good now. I mean, I think I picked up a little speed. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe your wife wants to go to the carp lake because of the rice she ate out of the refrigerator that uh, you were supposed don't, to be. Don't, don't go there. Don't Perry. go there. Don't, don't go. Don't, my, <laughs> I know. Uh, I made up some carp bait and. Uh, it looks good. It looks real good. It's <laughs> orange looking rice and uh it kinda looks like that uh, Chinese rice, you know, at what was it, that burnt rice or whatever the I don't know. I had I was at the Chinese restaurant last you, Friday. You Saturday. have your own little uh surprises in the cart bait that, that you don't like to share, right? No, you can't tell. That's about like racing. Everybody's talking about about like wheels, talking about going find an old car and stuff like that. The only place my race cars get to see is O'Neill Mints, the scrap iron. I take, <laughs> I take a plasma cutter and cut them up. And uh, mm. everybody laughs about it. They say, well, what are you going to I said, no, nope, not going to race against something I build. And uh, <laughs> if you let somebody else have it, nine times out of ten, you'll, start, you'll have to race against it. So, so you uh, wouldn't sell an old race? You wouldn't sell? No, a, no nothing wouldn't... I've got for sale. You know who was like that? I mean, what, what was his name? Uh, I used to work for uh, um mr murphy ellis murphy who yes. murphy cadillac pontiac yes and uh i was a service manager there in a previous life and uh he used to tell me about it was one of the big mill operators around here and it might have even been roger milligan he would not sell his old equipment he'd go dump them in a river or something before he'd sell it to china or or some other uh, textile country well yeah, that's the way jimmy gibbs made his money is reselling textile machinery well one somebody around here wouldn't do it I bought, I bought a truck from Mr. Murphy and I uh, was sitting there and I told him it was going to be a company truck. He said, well, you need to go look at one of them. I said, no, I'm looking at that blue one or the black one. And uh, he said, I said, both of them's got leather interior. He said, you don't want them for a work truck, do you? I said, yeah. I said, you're sitting there in a leather chair, ain't you? <laughs> and he started laughing. He said, which one do you want? Well, the blue one or the black one? <laughs> this must have been on Bob Edwards' used car lot because I Pontiac and Cadillac didn't make a no, truck. Uh, no, he he went. No, they sold GMCs. He went. He actually, I think he. Not actually, when I was there. I think he actually went to the Chevrolet place at one time when it was M M&M and M Chevrolet. Okay. Okay. I did not know Chevrolet is. Uh, Ellis Murphy. Yep. Biggest George Bulldog fan there is. Just about and always wore a blue shirt 
and that's all he ever got for Christmas was blue well, shirts. I, I one time bought a GMC, a new GMC from yeah, Mr. Yeah. Murphy. Okay, GMC. well, yeah. I thought. Well, see, I was gone. GMC. When I was gone, I thought they. Uh, uh, when I was gone, meaning the Secret Service and I left Spartanburg for 25 years, I thought when I came back, Murphy Cadillac was gone. And uh, I just thought whenever he passed away, which I don't know, know when that was, it was when the, the dealership ended. But if he went somewhere else and sold stuff, that's that's good. I didn't know. Uh, I just know he was a good guy to work for. I remember one time it was a snowstorm and they were closing. We were closing up early. And I couldn't get to the liquor store, and he said, "Go in my office and just grab what you need." And that was that was <laughs> and, Ellis Murphy. Yep. And for people that don't realize it, it's right down below Sugar and Spice. Well, yeah, it was right the there on the curve yeah. on Henry yeah. Street. And uh, now there's a uh, it's the somebody's tea room. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's the the building's long gone. Yeah. There used to be one light pole sticking up back there that was in the parking lot, but uh, yeah, I spent five tumultuous years at murphy cadillac pontiac but anyway that's gonna do it for this week we will be back next week with uh we might have some surprises for you i'm gonna have my coyote catcher on at uh 11 20 forgot about him and uh in the meantime natalie i think we're on the way keep it between the fences You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Wood's books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. Download our app on your smartphone or mobile device. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM.